Yeah, what you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. This is 710 ESPN, Sedano and Cap. And Kirk Morrison is in for Sedano. And it's time for at UNEEQ underscore, who, by the way, Kirk, just so you know, yeah, Laura awarded me yesterday my hood card. Oh, you got a hood card. You got a hood yeah. pass. Yep, and I am feeling did. really, really good about it. Oh, man, that's what's yeah. up. His man, dad actually got it, but by association, you know, he got tagged on it. Too. <laughs> right. What happened is I admitted uh, yesterday that my dad would not buy me an Atari game system when I was a little kid, so but a friend of his bought a new one, and he took another friend's broken one. He put the broken one in the new box, took it back to the store, and got me a brand new one. Wow. And okay. Laura was like, yo, you just got your hood card. Yeah, there you go. Okay, you get a hood pass. I see yeah. you. Feeling good about it. <laughs> feeling really good. He had to throw that one in there. Did he bring, did he bring that up, Laura? Yeah, he did. Yeah, so you just randomly brought up that you got your hood card. You actually, they, I think that takes away your hood card. Yeah, it does. <laughs> no way, man. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say what, that to him what, because he was no so way, excited. You, like no you way, bringing man. it back a date twenty four hours later <laughs> to let people know that you got it. <laughs> it right. gets taken away. No, it does not. You don't have that power. Uh, not really. Laura does. I mean, you, she gave it to you. No, I'm, it's I'm almost like a uh, a credential. You know what I'm saying? Like a lanyard. Like hey, there, hey, I got a hood card right here. Like you can wear it. Yeah, but but if you're the if you're the person who is wearing it and like putting it in people's faces, you gonna get that snatch real quick. And you yeah. know I'm right, Kirk. <laughs> no way, man. True or not? This. I'm holding on. Yeah, to Yeah, they it. may take it away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they may then they may try to make you validate like who gave you this. <laughs> yeah, and, and don't put me on that spot because yeah, I will I'm take gonna, it away real no, quick, bro. They're gonna go real take quick. yours. They're taking your hood card. Oh hell no, my hood card is real good. Don't worry and about really, that. Really, really. Your dad gets the hood card. Yeah, not you got yeah. it by association. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so this is a right. hand-me-down. Right. My whole family, we hood. <laughs> you got not, a hand-me-down hood card. You just got revoked, sir. So no anyways, way, no <laughs> you no longer have a hood card. And Morales... I got, many, I got many more stories where that one Morales, comes from. Morales, you can use that and put it all over that he don't got no more hood card. Oh, I got one. And got revoked. Anyways, that is not what you guys needed to know, but you know, oh. Cap just took over. Oh. So anyways... Do. It's just my brain. It goes in different directions. Go ahead. What do we What do we need to know? So last week I told you guys that Dunkin' Donuts had unveiled their pumpkin spice menu early, earlier than usual, and then Starbucks actually had theirs unveil this week. But people were actually raving about their new fall drink, which is an apple crisp macchiato. Basically, they're saying it's an apple pie kind of drink with coffee. So I said, you know what? We have a Starbucks downstairs. I'm just going to go see if they have it. They did. Greg and I tried it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. How do we we put it? That pause and that clearing of the throat does not sound good. Uh So how do we Uh put this nicely, Laura? Do we just say Okay, we do. Be nice. Be honest. I'm going to be honest, but I also got to be nice because I had to go back down there and tell them I want different drinks. No way. And they were super nice and they did different drinks for us. Because we took two sips of it. it. First of all, it smells disgusting. Greg, you <laughs> said it smells like it smells like feet. Like that sounds feet. nice. It's not, mm. It was not Ew. a good smell. Sounds like it smells like feet. It smells like, like feet. feet. It, it really like once because I you know I have my mask on and and I was coming up and I'm like God what is that smell? And I felt <laughs> when I got closer to the drink I was like Oh crap it's the drink. I'm like this is not this is not gonna be a good look. But I'm like you know what we gotta try it. So I gave one to Greg. I got one and I mixed it and I took a sip and I'm like um okay it's not great but it's not bad. But then you take the second sip, 
and you're like, oh, yeah, I can't do this. So I still have mean, an aftertaste. It, it, it sounds like potpourri, by the way. <laughs> what kind like, of potpourri are you having in your house? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, check out oh, this the new apple, apple cinnamon Chris, one? Yeah, the apple cinnamon. Like, check out this new oh, that's apple a good, crisp that's macchiato a good, potpourri. That's and a good I'm, pull. I'm just looking at the, the actual photo of what it looks like, the Starbucks injury, this new I tagged you on fall. it. Yeah, I put it on yeah. Twitter. I tagged so you on I'm it. So I'm looking at it. And it just, for the, just the smell that you guys are mentioning, it sounds like maybe like a potpourri, a strong potpourri smell of apple crisp. It's just too much apples and stuff going all blended together. Just too much. I mean, if you're not a sweet tooth person, because the pumpkin spice one for me is just too sweet. That I'm just not a pumpkin spice person. I'm not a pumpkin spice anything or pumpkin really. So that's just me. So I was like, let me give this one a new, you know, a no. try. If I do but macchiato, I, no. I'm doing caramel macchiato, and that's it. Oh, I'm that's done. real sweet. I don't need the apple crisp. I don't need the pumpkin spice. Just give me the caramel macchiato, and I'm good. I'm straight. Yeah, I went and got a black iced coffee with like one pump of sugar-free vanilla, and I was happy. <laughs> is that is that your uh, drink of of choice though, Kirk? The uh, the caramel macchiato? No, no, no. It just depends. You know, there's different settings for you know what you decide to grab Amen. at Starbucks. If you're trying to impress, you can definitely do that. Hey, you know, uh, and everybody's have these you know drinks. I mean, there's some people who call, yeah, let me get a uh, a double you know soy latte with with two pumps of this and give me one extra a splash this, of this. Yeah, a splash of this. Like that. That's too much. I'll, so mm, mm, you, and that's another mm. thing. Don't ever go to Starbucks for a group of women. And you're just trying to be a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. Like, hey, you know, I'm going to Starbucks. Should I grab anything? And all of a sudden, everybody's eyes light up. And I'm yo. like, oh, I shouldn't have did that. Yo, because you're so like, right. Like, 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 a bunch of guys, we all go like, hey, man, I'm about to go grab some coffees, bro. You want anything? Yeah, dude, just grab me. Uh, just give me a black coffee, man. A couple shrink cream, a couple sugar. All right, cool. That is or not true. Not no. the guys that work here. Uh-uh. No. Oh, 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 see, really? now you calling the other guys. <laughs> really? I know for most guys, hey, man, I'll just take a black coffee. Or I'll take this. Or, you know, bring me a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of cream, a couple of sugar. That's it. But the women that I know that, like, you know, whether it's my wife and her friends or, like, work colleagues, whatever, it seems to me that it's always this extra, extra on extra, even stuff I didn't even know that they had. You know what I mean? Like You're not wrong. Yeah, I could mean, I get this, but could you also get a, a venti? Could you get it in a small cup, but then get a venti cup okay. with this? And I'm like, why am I getting three cups <laughs> for one drink? Like, just use the drink. You don't need these three okay. extra cups. There's, there's a method to the women's madness, but we have an order here that, yeah. that we're going to play for you guys. So this is Steve Mason giving his Starbucks wow. order. <laughs> And this is 43 seconds. I just need you to know that ahead of time that his Starbucks order is 43 seconds. All right, here you go. Hello, how are you today? Good, man. How are you? Pretty good, man. Let me start with you. I'd like a uh, reduced fat turkey, bacon, and cheddar. Okay. I'd like uh, three Trenta iced passion teas. No uh, cane sugar, no lemonade, but please add three stevias. Three teas, right? Yep, three. Passion ICs, no liquid cane, Yep. And then I'd like uh, a venti iced almond milk quad latte. Okay. Add two stevias to that. Gotcha. That's it. Ooh, 2165. Awesome, man. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. My favorite part is the end of it. He goes, that's it. 
That's all I want. I That's want it? three teas yeah. that don't have cane sugar but have stevia in them. I want some kind of reduced fat turkey He's healthy. Thing. Why y'all you hating know? on him? <laughs> no, That's no, healthy. No hating on him. I, I mean, it's funny. The, he doesn't have sugar in it. Stevia is better. fat. But, you know, look, this is why when Sliwa always asked me if I wanted coffee from Starbucks, I would say thank you, but no thank you. Because, because I you know I'm extra. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a long list. So the what I would do, I would buy my coffee, you know, with the app. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I already grabbed it. Like, if you're going to go down there, would you just mind getting it for me? So I buy my own coffee because I know I'm extra. Or what you can do <laughs> is just get a screenshot of what you get. If the person really wants to buy it, they can just show it to the barista and then you're good. Well, I got to give you, uh, I got to tell you, it takes a lot of guts because I here's what I would have done. I would have gone and bought that that Apple thing, which I think sounds disgusting at the beginning. And I would have gotten it, tasted it, not liked it, thrown it out, and that would have been the end of it. But instead, to go back down and actually say to them, hey, look, this drink smells bad and it's I didn't terrible. say all that. Oh, you didn't? No. Well, you did on the radio. You said, uh, yeah, on the radio, really but bad. I didn't do it to them. <laughs> right, I went. Right. Look, they love me down there. So I just went. I went back because I, I feel bad that, you know, Greg paid for the drinks and we were going to throw them away. So I was like, I'm going to just go and grab him what he likes. And I'm mm. going to grab what I like because yeah. I actually want coffee. And what, and what did he get? So what did Greg order? I get a I get a Java chip with no uh, whipped cream. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. not too bad. That's yeah, not too complicated. Bad. Yeah, but Laura, it's not black coffee. And Laura, what did I, you I get? I want black coffee, but I'll be, a, I'll be awake all day. <laughs> so anyways, I just went down there and I was like, hey, can I get these two? But I happened to have the other two drinks and they just saw me get them. So he's like, you didn't like them? I was like, nah, they just wasn't, you know, my boss and I, I didn't like it. And he's like, okay, cool. So I literally got my app and I got, I got, someone went with me. They could see that I got my app. I was about to pay for it. He's like, no, no, we're good. I was like, are you sure? He goes, yeah, yeah. Like, don't worry about it. But it's because right, so, I'm nice. I tip them well when I'm down there, and they like me. All right. Well, listen, I think that uh, the, the end-all, be-all to this conversation is what you need to know is that based on two people thus far, Starbucks is 0 for 2 on whatever this apple pie coffee sweet <laughs> apple drink Apple crisp is. macchiato. Yeah, apple crisp macchiato. They're 0 for 2. And that is what you need to know, brought to you by Morongo. Resort and spa, good times, less than 90 minutes where, from wherever you are. So, so, so listen, um, I got to say real quick, if you want to jump in on this, does a grown man bring a baseball glove to a Major League Baseball game, go for it. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. And coming up, I want to hear what Kirk Morrison thinks about this Sony Michelle trade from the Patriots to the Rams. Did the Rams give up too much? What did they get? How long did they get it for? We'll talk about all of that coming right up. But I do want to mention, everybody, Sunday Swagger. If you are a 710 listener, you are hearing the Sunday Swagger commercials running all day long, and you're going to be seeing a lot more of them because coming up next week, two weeks away, we've got our big golf tournament happening at Black Gold, and everybody's going to be rocking these Sunday Swagger shirts. If you go to their website, sundayswagger.com, you're going to save 20% when you use the promo code GOLF, G-O-L-F, GOLF. You'll save 20% on your first purchase. And I'm going to tell you something, Kirk. They got, they got shirts for big guys, too. It go up to 4XL. I love these shirts. They're like, they look cool. They're very colorful. You get compliments everywhere you go. And they're so comfortable and breathable. They, to me, they feel like you're wearing a workout shirt, but it's a fashionable golf shirt. So, look, go to sundayswagger.com. Go use this promo code GOLF. You'll save 20%, and you are going to get so many compliments. You are going to love these polos 
from Sunday Swagger, sundayswagger.com. All right, let's get a check on traffic, and then let's come back and find out what Kirk thinks about this trade that the Rams made. Stick around, everybody. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, it's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Kirk Morrison, you know him from his days as a Raider. You know him as the pre, half, and post-game host with Travis Rogers here on 710 talking Rams. And we're coming right to your phone calls. But before we do, Kirk, I got to get your opinion on what the Rams did by going out and getting another running back. Everybody knows that Cam Akers was hurt before training camp opened. Daryl Henderson uh, sprained a thumb, but he was in practice the next day. So they went out and they make a move to get Sony Michelle, a former first-round draft choice from the New England Patriots, a guy who Rams fans will know because he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl that kind of put it out of reach. What do you make of this move by the Rams to go acquire Sony Michelle? You know, I'm not the biggest fan of the move. Uh, I'm just not. Uh, when I first heard them, I was like, wow, they went and got him. And I'm saying, yeah, it does serve a need, but I was, I'm not the biggest fan of the move. I think that there were more uh, options that would come available. I think that I tr- I'm not a fan of the move, but I understand. I understand that the Ram needed to get a running back in there. I knew they would get a running back. That group was just way too young. Even Daryl Henderson, only in his third year in the NFL, to me, you're still learning the NFL. You're not – necessarily a veteran veteran just yet so he's in year three and he's been a guy who's been off injured Daryl Henderson then the guys behind him have never even taken a snap in the NFL we knew the Rams would go get a running back at some point but I think the injury to Daryl Henderson with the thumb I know he's back but that definitely made the the Rams say you know what we got to go figure something out because we are one injury away from having to rely on a couple guys who have as many carries in the NFL as me and you combined, Cap. Zero. Yeah, I, I only have one. I only have one <laughs> okay. carry. Oh, you got one. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if you got one. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand the move. I get it. I just, for me, I think in the coming days and, and weeks, uh, the Rams could have possibly saved that draft capital, and I'm still getting conflicting reports on what they gave up. Is it a fourth-rounder in – uh, or a fifth rounder in 2022, and it's another pick in 2023. All you know, late round picks, nothing you know before round four, which is a good thing. But I just felt that for a guy who was declined his fifth year option, so just remember that Sony Michelle was already not going to be coming back to New England next year at the rate that he was possibly supposed to get. He was going to be a free agent regardless. I just think that he was possibly on the bubble anyway. Rams could have waited at least, I thought, to you know the final cut down day and bring them in. But if they found the need that they wanted, they got it. I'm just, you know, it's something about these Georgia running backs, right? It didn't work out with the last one named Todd Gurley. You know, people say, well, Nick Chubb went to Georgia. He, Yeah, okay, he got a contract extension, but, you know, he had a little knee injury in college. And Sonny Michelle is very similar to Todd Gurley, this guy who's been banged up while he's been in, in the NFL but the Rams are going to gamble. They're going to go with Sony Michelle. I just want to see what else was out there in the coming weeks, especially after this last preseason game 
which gives you time to see who is on the bubble and who teams are really saying are going to make their roster. Yeah, and Kirk, we'll come back to this coming up because I, I see it just slightly differently, which is to say that the Rams, for some reason, targeted this player. You know, and, and we're willing to give up late-round draft choices for him when there are so many available free agent veteran running backs. They decided, hey, we'll take this guy, and in all likelihood, you'll only have him for a year. So I'm, I'm, I'm also curious about the move, but I kind of like the fact that they went out and got aggressive rather than just saying, well, this guy's sitting at home. They actually went and got a guy that's been in training camp, and they know his game. So we'll come back to it, but stick around, everybody. Let's get to your calls. The question was this. If you're a grown man, do you take a baseball glove to a Major League Baseball game. We're getting a lot of reaction on Twitter. Let's go to the phones. Here's Mitch in New Jersey. Mitch checking in on 710 ESPN. What's going on today, Mitch? How's it going, Scott? How you doing, Kirk? Hey, what's up, Mitch? Yeah, Laura. Um, first, I like the Sony uh, trade, by the way. Um, I just wonder if the Rams have any draft choice left in his decade. I would take my <laughs> glove. I've got a lot of uh, surgeries. I don't, I'm not going to look at a bigger man by getting a hit in the mouth. You know, let's give more money. Uh, I hate pain. Give more money to the dentist. I'll take the glove. And that, that was a great. That was a great catch, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but I believe the, the fans have to uh, give the field a chance. Otherwise, be caught or out. out. Yeah, it's it's like in football, right? You do a screen. The offensive lineman can't run downfield until a certain uh, spot out. Kirk would know that. That's your, yeah. that's your specialty. To the ball among others. I got you. I got you. Thanks for taking my call. All right, Mitch. You got it, man. All right, so there's a vote for yes. Bring my glove to the game. Here's Mike in Palmdale checking in on Sedano and Cap. Kirk Morrison filling in today for George Sedano. Mike, jump into this conversation. Does a grown man take a baseball glove to a Major League Baseball game? What do you say? Man, the last time I went to a game was when the Dodgers played the Yankees at the stadium. And... Uh, I took a glove. We were sitting in the outfield, but I also had my uh, six-year-old daughter and my six-year-old nephew, so I guess I was in the clear, right? But real quick, somebody, um, uh, there was a son and a father, and they were, they were on, the, you know, on the little steps right there asking for a ball, and I think somebody threw them a ball. One of the outfielders from the Yankees threw them a ball, and it fell. It fell down into where they sell the co um, hot dogs and stuff, and I grabbed it. And then the guy looked at me, and and I was like, man, what do I do? I'm going to give it to my daughter. Was I a jerk for doing that? <laughs> Wait, so so the player threw the ball to somebody else's kid, but the kid didn't catch it? It dropped, and you got the ball, and you were going to give it to your kid rather than giving well, it to the well, kid that the, the player dad, intended the it for? Dad, the, dad, the dad dropped it, so oh. <laughs> he oh, dropped tough the ball. Tough luck, Dad. Yeah, catch the ball, man. Bring a glove. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Love you guys, man. Be cool. Much love, man. Here's Marshall in Woodland Hills. Marshall, should a grown man bring a baseball glove to a Major League Baseball game? What do you say? Marshall. Oh, right. okay. We don't have Marshall, but I do no. have an update for you, by the way, Cap. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do have an update. So his name was Jeffrey Mayer. So Jeffrey Mayer at the then time was a 12-year-old boy right. who was sitting in the outfield Yep. Uh, during Yankees game one Orioles. of the 1996 yep. American League Championship Series between the Yankees, Baltimore Orioles. Right. Mayer deflected a batted ball hit by Derek Jeter into the Yankee Stadium stands for what umpires ruled to be a home run rather than fan interference. His actions altered the course of game one, which also resulted 
in the home run allowed that the Yankees to tie the score. They won the game and they won the series four games to one en route to the World Series. Mm. So look at man, some yeah, fans, make sure get some fan etiquette. Know where you at. Know what you're doing. This is for fans everywhere. Know what's well, going on. Laura said the fans in left field last night down in San Diego were soft, and she said that would never <laughs> happen at Dodger they Stadium. Are soft. They soft. Hood. At Dodger Stadium, we will take that ball away from the opposing team. Oh, yeah, we don't play. I know you soft. don't. Feel the hood. We it's don't play. Soft. Here's Carlos in L.A. on Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Carlos, what do you say to this? Jump in here, man. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Uh, so at work today, we were talking about that catch. And, I mean, if you go back and you look at everyone around that baseball, no one had a glove. And it looks like – it legit looks like everyone in that picture just smelled something rank. And the reason it looked like that is because they didn't have a glove. You got to have a glove. I don't care if you're a grown man, if you're a little kid, a woman, a man, doesn't matter. If you have a glove, you're going to have a better chance of catching the ball. And second of all, it doesn't matter how many balls you caught. It stings. It doesn't matter. If baseball stings. It's a hard ball. It's going to hurt. A glove is going to protect you. Simple. Well, here's, here's where this comes into play for me, guys. So I'm going to get off the air, and I'm going to go down to this game tonight between the Dodgers and the Padres. And I know that my seats are in kind of like the right center field area where a lot of home run balls might be hit because there's like this party zone out there, and uh, a friend of mine is hosting a party, so I'm going out. Okay, fine. But the thing is, I'm going to pick up a buddy of mine. Like, if I go pick up a pal, and we're driving down, and we get out of my car, and then I got my glove on my hand, he's going to look at me like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, we're going to be in right center field. I think there's going to be home runs here. I think I may be able to catch a ball. Come on, man. Don't bring a glove. Catch it with your hand. So I just have this feeling like I need to catch the ball with my hand, my bare hand, Kirk Morrison. You're going to have to excuse me. I'm saying no to gloves. Yeah, you could say no. I would say, look, if you're bringing your kid to the game, I think it's a little bit different, right? You bring your kid, um, and you want to, you know, kind of show some solidarity, some loyalty. Hey, look, let's all bring our gloves. You know what I mean? That's one thing. <laughs> but if you just roll in with a couple of the bros, a couple of the guys, I'm not bringing a glove. I'm just not. <laughs> Don't be that guy that puts the uniform over the the, the collar shirt, right? So you, now you got the collar. Sh- I mean, the the button down shirt with the jersey over the top, and then you got a glove. Come on, man. Yeah, Stop. yeah, I know. I can't do it tonight. I can't and do it. But I'm gonna. Offers. Don't do hopefully, it. Hopefully, I catch one and I and I report back tomorrow. And I'm like, my hand is fine. But knowing me, I'll probably have one hit off my finger, break my hand, be in the hospital all night, you know, and have a big cast on it, you know. So, all right, here we go. Coming up, a game of Would You Rather. This is Kirk Morrison's first time for a game of Would You Rather. Let's play together, and then we'll come back to your calls. Stick around, everybody. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're throwing it to me, Chris. I got it. Don't worry about it. All right, so would you rather, we talk about would you rather and how we want people to call in with some would you rathers, Cap. And I think somebody- this is actually a great idea. You know, it, it, I love how you come up with all of these. But if callers the website called comes up in, with it, I don't come up with them. Well, you know what I'm saying. You go out and find them. But if <laughs> right. but if 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 callers called in, 
with original would-you-rathers, that would take this game to a whole new level. Absolutely. And we have a caller that called in with their own would-you-rather. So Jared from Williamsburg, New York, is on the line and has a would-you-rather for us. Hi, Jared. How are you, sir? Good. Ladies and gentlemen, would-you-rather pick your parents' personality or have your parents pick your personality? Oh, my. That's tough. Oh, my. Would you rather pick your parents' personality or would you rather have your parents pick your personality? <laughs> that is correct. Mm. <laughs> and, and while you guys are thinking, no, a grown man should not bring the glove to the game. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right, Jared. Appreciate the call all the way from New York, pal. All right, thank y'all. Right on. Uh, okay, Kirk, would you like to lead off here? Would you, would you rather yeah. have your parents pick yours or you pick theirs? I would rather pick my parents' personality. I think that would be a lot easier to pick their personality um, just because if I'm picking it, I know what kind of personality I want them to have, right? Right. want an easygoing, laid back. And it also depends on what time in life we're talking as well. You know what I mean? Like, is this like when I'm 10? Is this like when I'm five? Or is this like a, as I'm getting closer to an adult? Because if this is high school, Kirk, I'm saying easygoing, laid back, just the like the cool parents in high school. Everybody's always had those cool. Like, we knew the cool parents in high school where you can probably go over there, probably engage in something you shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe whatever. So I could have maybe the cool parents. So I would probably definitely have to deal with their picking their personality because I don't want to pick like my mom would probably pick a personality that I probably wouldn't like or my dad. Same thing. Like they maybe want me just this. You stick to this. This is who you are. That's like, no, like I, I love to, you know, do my own personality. I've kind of formed my own personality. I'm going to have to agree with you here. I'd much rather be in control of yes. picking my parents personality <laughs> than letting them be in control of picking my personality. And I don't know how it is for everybody else here. But I know my parents, and I know them really, really well. And there's some parts of their personalities that I'd really like to change. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. You know? So I'm going to pick their personalities. What do you guys think, Greg and Laura? You guys didn't have to ask the question. We had the, we had it from the caller. So I want to pick my kid's personality, but I don't want my parent to pick my personality. Oh. So I'm going to keep my own personality and pick my parents' personality. But if it was opposite and I was the parent, I'm picking my kid's personality. Yes. Of course you would. What do you yeah, say, Laura? What benefits you, right? Um, <laughs> Exactly. I'm going to pick difficult? I'm going to pick my parents' personalities because if they pick mine, I would be very very boring. Right? So, yeah, no. I'm picking the parents. So your parents are very boring? No, my parents are actually not boring, but I oh. feel like they would want me to be boring because ah. they think I'm too much. I would pick my parents' personality because, you know, my dad is one of the cheapest people on the planet. Do you guys know this? Oh, yeah. He's cost efficient. We don't say cheap. We say cost efficient. Oh, no, no. We actually say cheap. You know, (laughs) have I ever told you guys a story about what my dad did to me at McDonald's when he humiliated me at McDonald's? Would you rather hear the next would you rather or cap story? Oh, I I guarantee you, you'd much rather hear this story. Okay, go ahead. So we go into McDonald's, and uh, cheeseburgers are 49 cents, and hamburgers are 39 cents. And I said, I'll have two cheeseburgers. And my father said, no, you'll have two hamburgers, and you'll put cheese on them when you get home. And I'm like, Dad, 
Come on. It's the difference between 10 cents. Really? Come on. Is it that My bad? My parents did that too. That was not that. Oh, that's yeah, just it's not that so big of humiliating. Deal. So embarrassing. That Yeah, that, that, that's tough though. Yeah, You got McDonald's. See, your parents made you do that. My would have just told me, uh-uh, we ain't going to McDonald's. You got McDonald's at home. Tienes comida en la casa. Tienes comida en la casa. That's what they would say. We got McDonald's at home. All right. All right, let's keep going. All right, so Cap, we'll start with you. Uh, would you rather have a permanent unibrow or no eyebrows at all? I'd rather have a permanent unibrow because, truth be told, I only really have about 50% of my eyebrows anyway. Um, I don't know what's happened in my life. My, my daughters are relentless about it. They just don't stop giving me a hard time about it. They're, they're good from, like, the inner part of my nose out, and then when they get to the top, they sort of drop off. Kirk, you were talking about bald men. It's going to be okay. Um, those of you who, like me, are like, I don't know, losing half your eyebrows, we're going to be okay. But I'd much rather have the permanent unibrow than have no eyebrows at all because I'm only at about 50% right now, and I don't like it. Kirk? Yeah, man, I'm going with the – I'm going to take a unibrow, man. Just give me the, the unibrow. I think everybody understands it, um, that sometimes you just grab – got a little more hair in certain areas, so – I would do that because if I didn't have it, people would look at me like, why don't you? Or, I don't know, I'm not, hopefully I, this isn't too crazy, but when I see some women who draw their own eyebrows and it's just a little too much, a little too much, it looks like a backwards Nike sign, right? It looks like an upside down Nike sign. Damn, that was like in the 90s, bro. Like, ain't nobody doing that right now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, but th that's what I, I think of if, like, when some women, when they put it on their eyebrows, little sharpie eyebrow. have the little sharpie eyebrow, yeah. or the tattooed eyebrows. Like, oh, yeah. On, My huh? grandmother had those. <laughs> Laura? I'm going to do the, the big brow because if AD and Frida Kahlo can rock it, I can yeah. rock it. Let's just do it. What's the character's name in Ted Lasso? What's the guy's name? Jamie Tart? Where he's got like a Jamie little line through one of his. See now, y'all don't mess up my lasso. No, that's not messing it up. No, no, but he's but he's got like a line through one of his eyebrows, right? Oh, the little cut on the side. That that's normal. A lot of people do that. Yeah, but it's like suppose like I don't have that that I would love to do that. I don't got that eyebrow. I mean, a lot of people don't got it, but they do it anyways. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll try. All right. Uh, Kirk, would yeah. you rather have a permanent unibrow or no... Oh, sorry. I just did. I'm reading second. the wrong I mean, thing. We just did that. No, All I right. think I'd rather I'm have sorry. the This is what happens when I just read and not actually thinking about what I'm reading. Dude, All right, that was Kirk. You just got Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Whoops. Uh, would you rather have a tennis lesson from Serena Williams or a soccer lesson from Megan Rapinoe? Oh, easy. Oh, easy. Give me a tennis lesson with Serena. Easy. Um, greatest athlete of accomplished athlete of all time, and we make. I'm talking about all sports. Like when you talk about athletes that have won, Serena like goes to the top. I mean, I remember I try to have this debate because you put Tiger Woods and all the his awards that he's won and all the tournaments. Tom Brady's up there. There's only a list of people who are really that that accomplished as the greatest athletes ever. Serena Williams is that. Meg Rapinoe would love. Hey. We can go for a soccer lesson, but if I got to go for pick one or the other, I would rather have Serena Williams, who will go down as the greatest tennis player of all time, as my uh, as my as, as my trainer for the day. I can yep. do that. Yep, easy for me too. I'll go Serena as well. I love Serena Williams. I'm the biggest fan. I love her. I'd like to hang out with her. I'd like to talk to her. I'd like to get to know her. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to play a little tennis with her. Not that I really play tennis, but I just love her. 
you know, and I just think hanging out with her with a tennis lesson would be so much more fun than kicking the ball around with Megan Rapino. I find Serena to be lovable um, and fun and interesting. And uh, Megan Rapino might be all of those things as well, but I just happen to love Serena. So I'm going with Serena. Little little sidebar, too. Little sidebar. Did anybody see the trailer for. So good. For uh, the. the, What is it? It's not a biopic, but it's Will Smith. With Will Smith. So good. Yeah, playing as Serena and Venus's dad. Mm -hmm. Oh, Richard Richard Williams. Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the movie, I think it, I want to say it comes out maybe end of this year. I don't know. I just saw the trailer and it looks fantastic, by the way. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Laura? Um, yeah, Serena, hands down all day. And, you know, from L.A., hello. Yep, let's do let's do it. Two L.A. girls, we're getting some trouble. Yeah, yes, you would. <laughs> it's just a tennis <laughs> right. lesson, Laura. It's just a tennis lesson. Yeah. I could still well, get into some trouble, okay? The way that Laura talks to people, they're going out afterwards. That's, That's true. <laughs> all right, so. That's what I was thinking, by the way. I was thinking <laughs> yeah, me, and, me and Serena were going to go out afterwards. By the way, King Richard with Will Smith. That's the film. Yeah. Ah. She's not going out with you, Cap. Just throwing that in. What are you talking about not going out with me? How do you know? <laughs> you don't have a hood card. Exactly. You. Oh, wow. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I got one. I got a lot more where that came from. Let me tell you. Yeah, I'm no. sure. All right, Laura, last one for you. You all can right. start it off. Would you rather donate your organs to those who need them or donate your entire body to science? Ooh, Ooh tough those are, call. Those are good. Yeah. You know what? Wow. Um, I've thought of both of these, actually. So I'm going to go with donating my organs to someone who needs them just because I feel like even though science, yeah, they can advance, I would rather save someone's life in that moment and knowing that I could do that, I think, would make me feel better. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna join Laura on this, and I'm but I'm I'm sort of a hypocrite here, because at one time I had that little pink sticker on my driver's license yep. that said, "Hey, donate my organs if I need to." You know, if something happens to me, and then for some reason I was like, "I don't know if I like this," so I took the sticker off. But I like the idea of donating the organs. I saw a video not that long ago where this gentleman was running cross country to honor his daughter who had died. But here was the interesting thing: uh, white guy. And his daughter's heart was donated to an African-American man. He runs cross-country, gets to this guy's house in Alabama, right? Yeah. And he takes a stethoscope and listens inside this guy's chest to hear his daughter's heart keep this gentleman alive. And then the two of them were hugging each other where they were heart to heart. I swear to you, I crumbled like a little baby, cried my eyes out. Um, If you don't stop me from talking, I may start crying now. So for me... I'll just I'll give my organs. Kirk? Yeah, you know what? Ah, God, this is tough because I, I know I am a donor, so I will be donating my organs. I got that part. But then also, too, I did play professional football for eight years of my life. And so donating my brain to science for CTE research is also a thing. So it's like I'm kind of both. You know what I mean? You're doing re- donating organs to keep people alive, but then I also have to – you know, I feel like I have to donate for for research for science. So, uh, sorry to cop out of this one. I feel like I'm in the middle because I have to do both. Yeah, don't don't. You're not in the middle. Do both. Yeah, I'll do both. But yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was an option. I could do that both. It's not an option. Oh, <laughs> I, I was like, I'll do both too. Kurt, 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 trying to change the rules. Yes. Well, no, I, I, but it's I just for Kurt. Rule up on this. It's just, just for Kurt because of the CTE what? issue. We we <laughs> never ever let anybody. <laughs> no. Yeah. Cop out. So no, you got to pick one, Kurt. One or the All other. Right, I'm going, okay, I'm going, uh, wow. I got to get, <sighs> all right, I'm going to keep a life alive. Keep the go. life alive. Keep someone else alive. <laughs> but, man, 
I would love to just to get the re- more research behind what's going on with CTE. I, I, I personally, I don't have CTE right now. I don't think I have it. I don't. I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm well, but I do want to go. What's the, the, the mind, the brain of, you know, athletes after. Dude, you don't know, sports. man. Seriously. Whether it's the NFL, whether right. it's, it's soccer, whether it's basketball. I think that there's some research behind that. That's another story for another day. Yep. Hey, that that's good, though, because there is a lot to that, because you don't know what's going to happen in 20 years to your brain. Seriously, no, no. joke. All right, listen, stick around, everybody. Uh, Karen Kay's got a traffic update. And then coming up, as Kirk is going to start calling these college football games and he's going to have Pac-12 and Big Ten, I want to hear his, his thought on this giant alliance now between the Pac-12, the ACC, and the Big Ten. All right, Kirk Morrison is in today for George Sedano. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Coming up in a matter of moments, we're going to give away LAFC Sweet Night tickets. Got a pair of tickets to the 710 Suite when LAFC takes on Sporting KC, and we'll tell you more details about that coming up in just a couple of minutes. But, Kirk, I got to ask you, you know, you were talking about this earlier how you got the UCLA-Hawaii game this Saturday. Mm -hmm. Then you've got Northwestern versus Michigan State later in the week. And then the last game of the week you told me was like East Tennessee against Vanderbilt. Did I get your whole schedule right? Yes, you got it right. Followed by a a UNLV-Arizona State game the week after. (laughs) Wow. The the East Tennessee-Vanderbilt one was the one that I'm like, did I just get that right? I I don't know if I got that right. I know. I can't believe it. (laughs) Yeah. So let me get your opinion about what is happening in college football because when Oklahoma and Texas took off for the SEC, I came on the air the next day and went, okay, if you're the Pac-12, you got to start really thinking about what you're going to do in the future because you don't want to have teams like SC and Oregon picked off, which some people were talking about the Big Ten trying to go after those two schools. If anything, if you're the Pac-12, you want to go out and try and expand, not let your premier product be picked off. A lot of alliteration there. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me what you think, though, now of, of what we're going – this is the, the early stage reports are Pac-12, Big Ten, ACC will combine forces in some way, details to be determined, but really in an effort to team up to combat the power of the SEC – Kirk Morrison, you're a college football analyst for ESPN. Tell me what you think. What I think is, they're, they're like you mentioned, they're trying to stop what the SEC is building. The SEC has already built a juggernaut. Now you add two programs in Oklahoma and Texas. To let's be honest, they were the Big Twelve. <laughs> like that's why the Big Twelve has crumpled because the two teams who are actually the Big Twelve are no longer there. Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Baylor. Oh, it's all you know, good schools. Trust me, good schools. But they weren't. They didn't bring in the near the revenue of Texas and Oklahoma. I mean, Texas and Oklahoma has one of the best rivalry games that we watch every single year in the Red River Showdown. I would call it something else, but I get upset when you call it the old version. But that's the one big game that a lot of people watch. And those two schools going to the SEC is going to be a lot of money. I knew it when ABC ESPN took over the SEC in the coming years in terms of that Saturday window that CBS owned for so many years. The SEC game of the week will now be like premier football. It is, it is, it'll be the equivalent of Sunday night football, be the equivalent of Monday night football. It's a standalone game, and it's not necessarily standalone because other college games will be going on, but that one in particular is going to have major impact. It's all about the dollars. 
let's be honest, Scotty. It's all about the dollars. And now with ESPN Plus moving the way that it's going, a lot of things that we see now are subscription-based. So the SEC will be subscription-based in some aspects, and I think that's where you see the alliance trying to figure out how do we do the same thing? How do we get that same lure, that same appeal that the SEC has? So what do we do? Let's try to schedule a USC versus Clemson. Right. right? There you go. Or let's go Michigan versus Oregon, where these are like household games three, four times a year within their respective conferences. But I, but we've been pondering this, though. We've been pondering this. I want to throw this at you, Scott. What about USC becoming independent like Notre Dame? I think that USC is a program just like Notre Dame, historic, right? Iconic football program, legendary football program, but also university where they can still play in the Pac-12 or or the Alliance in the Olympic sports or, you know, outside of football. You know, so basketball will still play a Pac-12 schedule, baseball, all that good stuff. But USC as an independent, I like that better than them going into the alliance. And now they can have their own deals. They can do that. I'm watching Notre Dame do it for years. Why can't USC do it, Scott? Why can't they do it? I have never thought about it. I've never thought about USC going independent because I, I – the only school that I can think of that's ever been successful at being independent was Notre Dame. Correct. And the only reason that Notre Dame was successful at it was because they had to deal with NBC to cover their football games. All their home games are on national TV on NBC. And then what happens for Notre Dame is if they're not playing at home, ABC, ESPN, CBS, or Fox, whoever else, they would want to televise Notre Dame games. Because let's say Notre Dame was playing seven home games and they were playing four road games. Whoever they were playing was a big game um, because everybody wanted their brand. So I never really thought about USC as being an independent. And I wonder if Notre Dame or if let me rephrase it, if if USC has the appeal to a television network, be it CBS or ESPN or whoever, would would somebody say, you know what, we're going to televise every SC home game. Mm -hmm. Every SC home game versus And and look, as an independent, they can pick their schedule. Think about SC versus Michigan versus Clemson, Ohio State, SC Florida State. Like, that would be, to me, especially people on the West Coast, and CBS could be an open – now, they won't have the SEC anymore, but they could have the USC game every Saturday showing up, watching it under the lights during the day. If I'm USC, I'm thinking about that before I join the Alliance because you can still stay with the Alliance for the Olympic sports, basketball. That's fine. But all this talk of realignment is being driven by what? Being driven by football. Yep. Because college basketball has a tournament. College baseball has a tournament. Women's softball has a tournament. Volleyball has a tournament. Everyone is in a tournament. But when it comes to football, it's you better get it while you can. Yeah, I, I, this that is an interesting thought. I, I, my initial thought is I would rather have SC play in the Pac-12 and have SC be part of this monster alliance and play well, Oregon State. 
Well, no, I'd like to see them play Clemson. I'd like to see them play Ohio State. I'd like to see them play Michigan. I'd like to see them play Miami. So, all right, stick around, everybody. I want to talk to all LAFC fans. We're giving away sweet passes to see LAFC against Sporting Kansas City. It's Friday, September 3rd, so next Friday it's happening at Bank of California Stadium. Call right now. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Caller 7 wins a pair of sweet passes, and everybody in attendance will qualify to win a Carlos Vela autographed jersey. Special thanks to Body Armor, more than a sports drink. Stock up on your Body Armor sports drink at your local Albertsons. Okay, don't go anywhere because Laura's got what you need to know next. This is 710 ESPN.